Hello, Jay here. If I could ask, could you give us a little five-star rate in Apple Podcasts? Go on, please. It won't take long. You can just do it now. That'd be lovely. And share the podcast. Tell your friends. Appreciate it. And on today's show, we're talking to the awesome chef and owner of Boccaccino, Massimo Petanu, Petinanu, Petianu, Peti. Anyway, Italian Massimo arrived in Phuket 10 years ago and his journey here has taken him from Sardinia to London. Back to Sardinia, back to London. Another trip to Sardinia, then back to London. Then, well, I tell you what, best take a listen and you can see where he goes after that. Oh, he also teaches me what a bombolero is. Bombolero! Bomba, a bombolini. Bombolini? Bomba, bombolero? Bombolero! Bomba, he didn't teach me that well, to be fair. Massimo is super, super nice guy. An amazing chef. And this was a super, super fun chat on a Monday. Well, we chatted on the Monday. You're probably listening to this on a, on a different day. Doesn't really matter, does it? But anyway, we chatted on Monday. Right, anyway, go and listen. This one's good. Massimo's awesome. Enjoy the show. Not going to remember that, am I? <laughs> Massimo's okay. <laughs> Massimo Pettina, how can you forget that? Forget what? You want to talk about the police or not? Or the fact that you've got no license, no insurance, and no tax. Welcome to the podcast. No insurance, no license, no tax. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> not with Russell. Well, well I am here. Yeah, I don't I'm like you. confident. I don't like your pink bandage on your thumb. Don't be nasty to me, I've Russell. I've just thumb. had a very... Um, what's the word? Stressful. Stressful and very scary moment of being stopped by the police. But I would also scary. Woo-hoo. Is this yeah, under the police? I would say not exactly entirely faultless. <laughs> Massimo, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Good morning. <laughs> right. So we've just been through. So um, Massimo, just say your your full name. I'm not going to get it right. So it's Massimo Pettinau. Pettinau. Originally from Italy. Okay, and when did you get to Phuket? I get to Phuket nearly 10 years ago. Actually, on uh, August this year, it's going to be 10 years. Oh, oh. we're having a party. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yes. Ten year party. I'm actually thinking party. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Any excuse for a party. And what was it that brought you here to Phuket? Okay, um, I just came for work. What work? As a chef. And um, I actually started in Bolton Chile. Okay. I come yeah. to work for Alessandro from Aqua. Yeah. Is the one open Bocconcino originally. And oh, then that's uh, right. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's the one who called me to come to work for him. So that's um, the reason why I come. Yeah. Where were you before that? Oh gosh. I've been spending <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's go even further yeah. back. Originally so, from Italy. Wh- no, 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 no. I've been in London for nearly fourteen years. Oh, okay. Well, let's okay. Go, let's track back even before London. Um, originally from Italy. Originally from Italy. Whereabouts? From Sardinia. Okay. Yeah. From you been to I have been to Italy. Yes, yeah. I went to Venice once. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Oh, fair enough. Okay. 
I don't think it was. No, growing up, we we didn't go to. It wasn't a holiday for us no. to go to Italy. No offense to Italy or Italians, but we'd go to the south of France and right. we'd go camping in France because okay. it was you could drive there, and yeah, Italy's no, just a little bit further down. I don't think I've ever been to Italy. Have it's, you not? No, it's on my. T- I mean, do you hate all Italians? No, Russell? no, no, not at all. One of yes. my, one of my what favorite yes. lasting <laughs> memories of my childhood. The great thing is, I can edit all this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really, really, Russell, why? One of my one of my favorite lasting memories of my childhood was Italia '90. So I am I'm very much in love with with Italy just for that. I mean, it was a shit ending to be fair, but it was a great tournament. I'm trying to work that out. Italia '90. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. No, I got that. I'm just Plus trying to think when I I'm trying to think what happened in Italia '90. It wasn't when Baggio missed the penalty. That was no, that was USA '94. There we go. That was a screamer. That was. Yeah. Um, he was my favourite player of all time. We should bring Massimo into this conversation. But I was <laughs> to segue back to Inter, oh, okay. are you going to bring him back in? Yes. What I was right. going to say: the Italian national anthem is number two on my all-time top three list of favourite national anthems. What's number one? Aparte last year, the Welsh. <laughs> the Welsh national anthem is yes, your favourite national by anthem. A country fucking mile. The Italian second and the French third. Anyway, Sardinia. Tell us about Sardinia. Okay, Sardinia is an island. It's a big island. Um, a really nice spot during summertime. We have beautiful beaches. But not so nice during winter? Yeah. No, it's okay. But I mean, it's like Phuket during a season and Phuket during it's low season. It's a seasonal season. place. Yeah, yeah, it's a seasonal place. So uh, a huge amount of people they come during summertime, June to September. And then obviously... Okay. And when you were growing up there, obviously being an island, so you're kind of you have that island lifestyle. When did the chefing become part of your dream? Okay, I'm always been involved in cooking because my mother and my grandmother they were really into cooking. So I always been in the middle since I was a child, and then when I was 14, I decided to start to study at oh, culinary school. Wow. Okay, cool. So I done the school. I studied for five years. Still in Sardinia? Yeah, all in Sardinia. Okay. I get a diploma, and then um, after the diploma, I get that on July, and on October I was leaving to go into Bangui. Wow! Wow! (laughs) So from what age? 18. 18. Wow. Okay. I did the maths. I was working it out in my head from 14 plus five. We've only, got 19. Of, we've only got a certain amount of time for the podcast. Just so wait, Russell. I've had an emotional day <laughs> so far. It's been very stressful. When you were doing your diploma, yes. and obviously you, you now, okay, this is my passion, this is the direction I want to go. Was it the, I mean, most people would say when it comes to hospitality, one of the benefits is travel. I can, yes. I can do this anywhere. Yes. Was that also yes. part of your thinking that I can, I love what I'm doing, but I can do it anywhere? Yeah, to tell you the and truth, so, I mean, in the, why London? Why London? <laughs> okay, no. Um, in the beginning, I was not really thinking to go everywhere in the world. <laughs> and the opportunity to go to London, it just came out after school. Right. Okay. Um, a friend of one of a teacher, he had a restaurant in London and he was looking for stuff cool. for the winter time. And then he asked who wants to go. And he was like, yeah, let's try. Yeah, why not? So, yeah. I left, I went to London, and then I stayed there for quite a long time. Before you jumped on the... <laughs> you know, I think London, it was like a kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Before you got to London, when you was doing your diploma in Sardinia, what were you learning? Was it all aspects of cooking? It was all aspects of cooking. It was actually um, mostly focused also in all 
um, hotelity. So how does hotel work? Uh, to run an hotel, and then we focus on kitchen and service. And what was your, at that age, at the 14 when you first started, what was your passion to cook? What were you really, so you'd go home at night, what would you like to cook? I like to cook anything which is pasta. <laughs> Whatever is pasta, I love to cook. Now, are you going to make the joke about it's just boiling water? Or <laughs> No, I'm going to leave that to you. I, I'm not going to make that. He I'm has not access gonna... to knives. <laughs> I know, I know. That's what I'm a bit. Well, that's why I looked at you, and I'm I'm a sat closer to him. The knife's coming to me first. I mean, you've had an emotional day as it is. Why but not bit, carry on? A bit of death doesn't yeah. help. Um, okay, so the restaurant in London. What was what was that? Uh, the restaurant in London it was in the Buckinghamshire. It was a, a really traditional Italian restaurant, old style, um, but a really really busy place. It was close to Amersham. Yeah, yeah. So up north, mm-hmm. and I mean. It was really, really busy. I mean, and especially weekends from Thursday to Sunday. And you've done your five years of, of training. You've got your diploma. What did you go in as at the restaurant? Okay, you start from scratch. It doesn't Come matter how much you study. It doesn't matter how much you, you really need to start from scratch. I, I mean, I used to work even during summertime when I was studying. So I did have a bit of experience because I think I done four summer season in Sardinia, working from June to September, and then back to school. And so some of the basics you already have, but you learn much more as you go as you go than what you learn in school. Oh, for sure. Yeah, real, it's the real life experience that you need. And when you went to this, this restaurant, um, did you stay there for the full, say, 14 years? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay. That was only the first, the first year I stayed there. Okay. Um, Sorry, Massimo, were you speaking English at the time? No, zero. Nothing at all? I mean... Hello. My name is Massimo. <laughs> <laughs> I come from Sardinia. <laughs> That's all I can speak, to be fair. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That one, it was, uh, I mean, just basics from school. And had you travelled before that? No. So you just... You've never been out of Sardinia? No. So, no I mean, no, I've been, I've been to Italy... Um, I mean, yeah, we used to that, that. We used to say that in Sardinia. We've been to Italy. <laughs> like we are no part of Italy. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> no, I just been a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, to Italy, but didn't never go. So at eighteen, jumping on the plane, not speaking any English, arriving in London. Yes. Wow. Actually, that that it was even a bit easier because we were pick, picked up from the owner of the restaurant, so we went. To work there. Oh, so there was like a, there was a crew of you all went together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. two of us. Oh, okay. Me and a friend of mine, okay. uh, same same class, and that it was a bit easier because then after one year, I decided to go back to Sardinia for the summertime, and then uh, I worked for three months during summertime, but then I decided to go back to London. And then at that point, we really take a plane, we fly to London without a job, without accommodation, without anything. Wow. Wow. So we just arrived in London. We had a friend in London. He found an agency for us to find an apartment. And actually, we found a room in the beginning. And then, uh, fortunately, we start to search. And we find a job within two weeks. And when was this? Just in terms of... This one was 1998. Okay. 
And uh, so there I start to work in the Grosvenor house. Oh, wow. Oh, hello. <laughs> Posh Italian boy. Yeah. And uh, that ex- was a bit of a shock. I was going to say. <laughs> so you've gone from a, a kind of a, a, a classic Italian restaurant in, in London to now going back summer season in Sardinia to bang, you're into Grove House. Grove yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a bit of a shock is the podcast title, I reckon. I think so. Even because, I mean, um, when I started in the Grosvenor House, they have an Italian restaurant, so I was thinking I was going in the Italian restaurant. You would think. I mean, think if so. I was going to say, Massimo's yeah. coming, <laughs> yeah. where should we put him, Russ? I, I would probably have gone with... The hot dog restaurant? I mean, I would have thought what about it. What about the Indian curry restaurant? I would have thought about it, because he's mm. a talented chap, but I yeah. probably would have started with the Italian restaurant. Yes, you yeah. didn't go in the Italian. I was not like that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I was throwing the main kitchen... Which was only English and French. And you'd never cooked English or French food before? No, but I was not speaking even English, so... <laughs> or French, to be or fair. French. Or French. Or French. Now, to tell you the truth, I was speaking more French than English, so <laughs> right. I, I actually survived with a bit of French in the beginning. Uh-huh. And who were the and other people, sorry, working in the restaurant? Were they similar to you, young and never done it yes. before? Kind of yes. all just kind of thrown together? No, I mean, mostly there were people, professional, study for uh, kitchen... So they were all professional people. And, um, but they were, majority they were young. And then you had obviously an executive chef or a head chef that was overseeing everything. Yeah, the executive chef. And yeah, the, the other executive chef, yes. <laughs> and, um, and how was that? Because, okay, from, from the, the TV experience and from what we see, you know, a lot of chefs are quite aggressive and it's kind of, you know, screaming and shouting. Was that your experience as well? Uh, I mean, the, 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 the sous chef, we had in the kitchen, it was a bit of a... Yeah, you can swear. A, a bit of a drama queen. Okay, <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> so, yeah, it was really nervous, really shouting, really... Especially during the service. I mean, it was a really busy restaurant. And, I mean, the quality was top. Obviously, the prices sure. were top. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean... I, I think at the time, we used to have... A do- we used to sell a Dover for like 35 quid. So... You okay. know, price-wise. 1,500 yeah. so baht-ish. Yeah. One, oh, maybe 2,000 baht with the exchange rate. Well, back then, yeah. 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 yeah, wow. So, it was kind of expensive. I like and obviously, song. you won the top. Yeah. So, I mean, we were about 20, 20, 28 people in the kitchen. Did you take that position at Grosvenor House because of the esteemed, higher nature of the job? Or was it just a case of it was the first one that came along, I need a job, I'll take it? Um, no, I mean, it was actually happened because um, I work, at that, at, at that time it used to be a port hotel. Yes. So I worked for Fort Village during the summertime. Okay. And uh, when I finished the summertime, um, I done an application as Fort Hotel to work anywhere in UK. Okay. So the application went through London and the Grosvenor House was the first one to call me. And how long... Oh, no, sorry, before that. At the Grosvenor House, were you moving around the different stations or are you just in one... I move in the... Yeah, I start to move in different sections. And it, which section would be... See, my knowledge of chefing's good here, Russ. <laughs> you're not, yeah, I'm you, saying nothing. You should be jumping in no, and no, no, saying, no, Jay, I don't want to blow you off your, off your track. You don't want to what? To me? <laughs> like, it's Monday, Russ. <laughs> Stop it. So which one did you start at? I start with the grill. Okay, so and then you moved around. And it, was, was there one that you preferred? No. 
I was just assigned to that. So, so you just no, said that's no, it. No, no discussion. No. <laughs> it was like you stay there. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. That's cool. So how long were you at Grosvenor House for? Two and a half years. Okay. And all in the kitchen. All in the kitchen. And in your, we get on to this, but in terms of your general work experience, have you predominantly been kitchen based, or did you also do front of house? No, just kitchen. Cool. Just kitchen. Um, I start as a commie, commie chef. And then after I was going to explain that for you if you like. Well, when you said he started as a commie, <laughs> yeah. all I thought was, God, we've got to have a Russian problem now, aren't yeah. we? That's probably, probably not the right time to be talking about this. And then about in uh, eight months, I was promoted as a chef de party. And That's then... a party chef. So <laughs> what he does, he does volibons. Yeah. Little volibons. <laughs> little sausage rolls. Cheese and pineapple things on sticks with a, like an orange as a hedgehog he sticks them in. It's very old classic English party. And then I become sous chef. Oh, to see how he... So he's, he's a lawyer. He, yeah, he went more, <laughs> he went more serious then. Yeah, when, yeah. When, uh, when the shoe chefs come up. Yeah, I got the lawyer joke, yeah. don't worry. I just didn't follow it through. So wh- where did you where did you end up at Grosvenor House? What level did you end up as? At the as sous a, chef. As a sous chef. And it was then you thought, right, it's time to now to go and move on. Yeah, I mean, uh, no, sorry, just before you moved on, as you'd worked your way up to the sous chef, the main question I've got is, all the time that you were working under the previous sous chef, who was complete and utter drama queen, when you got to that position, did you become so a drama queen? Become a drama queen? Good question, Russ. <laughs> no, good no, question. Just for the listener, yeah. he's saying no, but he's, he's looking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's looking at truth. A lot of things they change because um, the main dining restaurant become Italian. Right. Okay. So during uh, during the time, they did all nearly all the kitchen stuff was Italian. So. Okay. The, and also the, 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 the executive was Italian chef. Okay. So, oh, I mean, we, we mostly, uh, and we nearly start all together in the kitchen. Then when I've been promoted, it was like, you know, you have a, already a connection with everyone. So there was no even reason to, obviously, sometimes you, you when, when you are busy and you need to get things done. Yeah. You can get a bit nervous, but not. It's not really my style on shouting and. Uh, no, you seem very relaxed yeah. and chilled out. Because this is, I think, this is the first time I've ever met you. I think Russell, you know yeah, Massimo, yeah, don't yeah. you? From how do you know Massimo, Russ? From, but just from, from Boccaccino. Boccaccino. <laughs> yeah. A, the original Boccaccino. Yeah. Does he know you hate so. cheese? Yes, we've had this discussion. And you, you know, he hates seafood. Yes. This staple. I mean, if you didn't like pasta, you'd be in a world of trouble. Well, to be fair, if, yeah. You don't like pasta? No, I love pasta. Are you yeah. sure? Yes. Which is, your, which is your favorite type of pasta? The pasta I get here at Boccaccino. Good <laughs> one. Good. <laughs> we'll have the pasta game right at the end. Yeah, I yeah, got, right. Right, the, pa- yeah, the pasta yeah. game's going to come. <laughs> right, okay. So after Grosvenor House, sous chef, where was the next step for you? Okay, the next step was going back to Italy. Okay, back to, to Sardinia? Back. No, I've, I've been to Rome. Okay. I've been to Rome because I was, yeah. I was thinking to change, even because it was nearly three and something years. Um, so I went to Rome. I went to work for a five-star hotel, um, which was really in the center of Rome, just behind the Pantheon. Nice. And, as a sous chef? Uh, no, I back as a chef de party. Oh, like so you, dro- yeah. you dropped down a level. Yeah, I dropped down a level, yeah. How did you feel about that? Uh, it's okay. I mean, in in our in our job, it's really 
normal to change place and go back to lower position. Okay. Even because, I mean, it's easier to get promoted in the same place yeah. after a while because you know the place, you know how to run in the place. So when you move to a new place, usually it's easier to get That's in right. a lower position. And, and going back to it, do you have family um, based out in Italy? Or is everyone on side? Do you have brothers, sisters? I have a sister and my mother, my father. At that time, all the okay. grandmother, grandfather. And... Yes. All in Sardinia. All in Sardinia. Okay. So you've gone from... I'm actually the only black sheep of the family. I'm glad <laughs> you said that. <laughs> Not so, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> um, you went from doing, um, obviously, summer season in Sardinia, a Italian restaurant, Grosvenor House, now at a five-star hotel, was yes. it? How did you find the difference? Because a five-star hotel is very different from... I don't know. I've never been to Grosvenor House, so I wouldn't know how to... The Grosvenor House is also five-star. Okay, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, because I had no idea. I, I, I was wondering where you were going with that. <laughs> well, I'm going with this. It's, 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 not, it's not a house. <laughs> I knew it wasn't a house. I just thought it's it was... It's close a, to Grosvenor Square, but yeah, no, know, it's right, not yeah, a house. Yeah. Listen, you two, right? I kn- <laughs> fuck off, both of you. Right. Um, you've got, you've got, come from a little Italian restaurant. Now you're working in the five-star hotels. Did you prefer to be in the restaurant or was the, f- the five-star hotels? Uh, I mean, the hotel is... It gives you more, definitely. In, w- in what way does it give you more? It gives you more opportunity, gives you more um, chances to get up as a level. Mm. And... Um, yeah, I mean... the. the, the the environment of the hotel is definitely more—I wouldn't say professional, but in in a way, it's more structured. Yeah, you ask more. Yeah, compared to. I, I think I understand where you're, where you're coming from. Do you miss the freedom though? Because if you were, I guess, you were too young when you worked in your first restaurant to have freedom to be creative. But when did you start to become more creative in your food? Because. And what I'm trying to say is that when you're working at a hotel, you're, this is the menu and this is you, you just cook yes. your part and that's yes. it. You know, and it's executive chef or whoever is the one that designs the menu working with the, the GM of hotels, which I never understand why GMs get involved in creating food. But anyway, GM, that's... They get involved in everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> GM should shut up. Um, but Unless you, you want to sponsor the podcast, in yeah. which case... <laughs> <laughs> if you're a GM, come on the podcast. We need you. Um did you want to be creative? And were there times at night time where you're going and cooking and being creative? Or were you just quite happy to follow the recipe? I was quite happy to follow the recipe. And then uh, to, 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 to get everything on board and uh, use it whenever was the chance to get creative for your own. So to follow that thought through at this stage in your, sort of your development, did you kind of have in the back of your mind that, oh, it would be nice to have my own restaurant? one day or was that ever a, an idea or a dream or anything uh it was probably an idea okay not really a dream even because um actually it's the, the, the yeah even here in bocconcino it just happened it was not planned yeah right yeah, yeah. so yeah i mean in in the back of your mind that you you think to have yeah. your own place sooner or later where you can do whatever you want yeah but it was not really planned and to happen that soon at the after. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask how old you are? How old now, am I? Yeah. 
43 at the moment, nearly okay. 44. Look very young for 43 and 44. Thank you. Don't we all? No, you don't, Russ. You look Shut old. <laughs> I don't really like you today. <laughs> Again. Again. It's a Monday. So, <laughs> that's very true, actually, yes. So, how long would you at the Five Star Hotel in Italy, for, in Rome? Um, I just stayed for one year. And why was that so quick? Uh, to tell you the truth, it was Please. a really long time. I was not working in Italy. And after three and a half years in London, uh, I wouldn't say the mentality, but, yeah. The whole package Italy was a bit too close. So and you, it you was were, about time to go back. And you wanted to go back to London? Yes. Wow, you have a, a passion for London, yes. which I love. I think it's yeah. great. <laughs> because at that time, was, was the, the food scene... I'm trying to work this out. So this is nine, late 90s, coming into Around 2000s. 2000, 2001, 2001, and, 2002. And the, 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 the English food scene and the London food scene was getting bigger and bigger at that time? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the opportunity you get in London, definitely you're not going to get it in Italy, even because the mentality in Italy is not to change work right. very often. You know, it's like you have a job, you keep it as much as you can. Okay. Uh, compared to, I guess, the English mentality, the mentality in London is like, okay, you get a better opportunity, you change tomorrow. Yeah. I, I think that is right, yeah, because, you know, it's, it's, it's constantly growing and constantly moving around. Yeah. And especially from, a, I know a lot of English chefs, and we've interviewed a lot of, of, of English chefs as well, and they do move around a hell of a lot. Yeah. I mean, they are yeah. constantly going from place to place, yeah. and it's like a stepping stone up, yeah, yeah, yeah. going to different I places. Mean, if, if, in normal condition, if you think someone changing a job every year, you think something is strange. But if you do that in a city like London, it's, it's mostly a matter of opportunity. Yeah. It's you, know, also, you just change because you see something in a new place. It's also a bit of a generational shift as well. Like all of our parents would have, you know, you, you get a job, you stay in that job, you work all the way through, and then you retire. Yeah. Whereas our generation is like, I'm going to do a job for two years, and I'm going to do this for a year, yeah. I'll do that for a year. And it's all about just building that experience, doing different things, trying to cultivate as as much as we can and then you know i mean even in italy it's not really easy to grow professionally as is easy to go professionally in london right because again people they stay there for a long time so the position it will never get yes available yeah, yeah. because probably the sous chef and the chef that they are 20, 20 years 20 years so until they don't go in yeah. away <laughs> yeah. nobody's gonna step on that position. See his eyes lit up then until yeah. they go away. This <laughs> yeah. is the Italian from Sardinia we're right, talking about, yeah? Yeah? Right, yeah. yeah? Just be just be careful, just Russ. Just make sure you wake up with a horse's head next to you, Ben. Um, <laughs> you went to London, but did you have any other ideas of where else you might want to travel to? Um, no, not really. I mean, I was traveling for holiday when I was in London. I've been to US a couple of times. I've never been to Asia okay. when I was in London. Um, but at that point, I was more than happy where I was. And where did you go? Which step was it after Rome in London? After Rome, I come back to London and then I start to work in the city. Okay, at a... Caravaggio restaurant. Okay. Do you know this one, Russell? No. Okay. Was close to the Lloyd's... Lloyd's yeah, 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 I know. So it's right building. in the city. So yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So you got all the, all the traders all the would traders, come and yeah. stuff. With Monday their... to Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. Got the weekends so, off. Yeah. Oh, it lucky you! Yeah, wow, place, yeah. there's the city life. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, because yeah. your only your, your market is just the city boys. Yes, fair enough. 
And how which long... it was which it was attractive, but believe me, after a while they start to become. Uh, I mean, because since I start to work, I never do Saturday Sunday. I always work. I always been off on uh, Monday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Shift Wednesday. Life. Yeah, yeah. Life, you know, and you always same. You said, "Ah, I want to be free Friday, Saturday, Sunday." And then when that happened, you realize yeah. nearly 90% of the people that are off Friday, yes. Saturday, yes. Sunday. So, <laughs> yeah. it, and a lot of things you cannot do on Saturday, Sunday, like if you need to go to the bank, if you need yeah. to go in an office or whatever yeah. it is, you cannot do it on Saturday, Sunday. Or if you need to go and get tax and insurance and a license for your car, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yes. would, that would probably be a weekday thing. It could yeah. be. Yeah. I should have done it today, really. Yeah, possibly, but... yeah. Rather than doing this interview, um, tell us about the restaurant because the, the, this what was it called again? Caravaggio. What? What? Uh, I'm guessing it's Italian food again. It's Italian yeah. food, yes. And yeah. which position were you at? As a chef de party. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And how long were you staying at this one for? One year. That was another short yeah. term. Why? Uh, again, I mean, because um, I was working there. It was a really busy place. Then uh, just happened to get another opportunity to work in another place, which was a new opening. Another and Italian restaurant, another I'm assuming. Another Italian restaurant, yes. Okay, it's still in London. After the Grosvenor House, I mean, I stay. I always stay nearly with Italian restaurant. That's cool. And um, so the, the, they asked me to open the place and manage the place. Uh, so <laughs> after that, I move. I move as a chef. Now in that restaurant. You said 10 years ago you came here because of um, Alessandro, is that his yeah. name? from Aqua. From yeah. Aqua. Where, wh- how did you get to meet him? We worked together in the Grosvenor House. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. And you stayed friends in all the time we you were going back? stayed friends yeah. all the time, yeah. And so when he was here in Aqua, he just happened to f- phone you up and say, hey, Masmo, come I on mean, over. We've always been in contact. Um, I came uh, in 2008. I was on holiday in Thailand. First time in Asia. First time in Asia. No. um, (laughs) Uh It's a bit of a mess. Oh, like this. Here we go. I was working in Manila. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Russell, track track back. So we're in London. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I was in London. So I moved in a new restaurant uh, just close to the power station in Battersea. Battersea, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we opened the restaurant. It was okay. I mean, nothing exciting. I mean, it was exciting, the project, but um, the power station uh, project supposed to happen at yes. that time, yeah. but then it was postponed, postponed, yeah. postponed. I think they finished two years ago, something like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit late. And um, <laughs> so it was okay. The same owner had another restaurant in uh, Clapham Junction, and uh, so he asked me to move to... Managed the restaurant in Clapper Junction, and I was managing both places. So managing, not cooking anymore. Cooking, 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 cooking. and managing. managing the kitchen. Oh, okay, mostly. okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, kitchen management. The kitchen, yeah. um, so I moved to Clapper Junction, and um, it was a really old restaurant because I think they were there for about twenty years in the North Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, really well known. A uh, really busy place from, again, from Thursday to Sunday. We can easily do 200, 250 people a day. Oh. Wow. And I'm talking about a place which was probably half of this. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so, like from right 11 track. o'clock until 11 yeah. at night, 
just for the listener, we're actually in Boccaccino, the new Boccaccino. The new yeah. Boccaccino. Which is in Boat Avenue, Correct. overlooking the beautiful lake. Yes. Has it got a name? Lake Boccaccino. Lake, lake Boccaccino. Yeah. Overlooking Lake... It's got a ring to it, yeah. I like that. Well, they've got the gondola, so it yes. might well be. So we're yeah. overlooking Lake Boccaccino. Um, when you say half his size, I'm just trying to put that into words, Russ. Yes, more or less. Do the figures. You're good at spatial uh, awareness. It used to be around 30, 35 covers, one city. Right. So, high turnover then, right? Yeah. yeah no, well, I'm still waiting like, for the Manila like bit. 35 turnover. So, it's like seven turnovers a day. Wow, okay, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Of I like apple now. turnovers, to be fair. Yeah. You get really <laughs> fat if you eat a lot of apple turnovers. Um, right, so I'm, I'm still waiting for Manila. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, so, after... Uh, I stayed there for nearly three years. At Clapham Junction. Yep. Clapham Junction. It's like a Monopoly game at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been moving a lot. And then uh, after that, uh, um, after that, I change and I go to work with a friend of mine for a new restaurant, um, which was more into English food than Italian. Fish and chips. Fish and chips, yeah, basically. Sausage, egg and chips. No, not really that. Oh. <laughs> Scrambled <laughs> egg and more, chips. Yeah. Beans I'd and be chips. be more sophisticated. Okay. Uh, posh sausage and chips. <laughs> posh fish. Posh, posh fish, fish, yeah. yeah. yeah house cut, house yeah. cut chips. Yeah. Fusion fish and chips. Mm, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, I moved, I moved with him a couple of uh, nearly, nearly seven, eight months. Um... It was okay. I mean, it was an experience I need to change because I was getting a bit bored after two years and a half. And uh, so I gave it a try. Uh, the only problem, it was not really in central London. It was a bit out of London on uh, Essex. And, uh, Whereabouts in Essex? Uh, one state. Yeah, I know one state. Okay, so... Just under from two state. <laughs> it's in between three states. <laughs> Should we keep going? <laughs> Two doors down from Forstead, if we're going to do this joke all night long. I've never <laughs> had a three-stead. Have you not? <laughs> I've had it both ways, to be fair, if you want me to tell you about it. Not In this the, podcast? N- no. Okay. <laughs> so it was quite of a journey every day to travel from uh, yeah. Oval, because I was living in Oval, from Oval to Wanstead every day. Oh, that's a horrible And I was travel. driving a motorbike, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, with the English weather, it was not really the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful weather in England. Yeah. Sunny. On a Wednesday. Um, One day, uh, months. We, we haven't... We're still not in Manila. No, we're not in Manila yet. No, I'm no, still no, waiting no, no. Manila. Okay. After that, um, I get a break. I just went for in Italy for two months, just to... Decompress. Back yeah. home, or...? Yeah, I yeah. went home in Sardinia. And uh, then go back to London, and I start to work for Nobu. For Nobu. Okay. Japanese restaurant. Yeah. No. I'm shaking my. No, I'm not. A, yeah. He, <laughs> no, he's I a cultured it. one. What? Right. If you yeah. if you said Burger King or McDonald's or <laughs> KFC, I'd probably know it. I'd probably go, oh yeah, I know the Colonel. Yeah. No, Nobu is a really high-end Japanese high restaurant. Posh, yeah. Um, I mean, they, they, they have a lot of restaurants around the world. And um, what was your thinking to go and work yeah. in a Japanese restaurant? Just to change and something learn something yeah. new. Cool. What you got to do is cut up fish. 
<laughs> don't cook yeah. it. You don't a do lot nothing. Of you just a lot of fish. Up a lot of fish. I mean, boxes and boxes of black cods <laughs> every day. <laughs> so black cod, by the way. Yeah, I got that. I got that. There are other, just to say just, that they're white cod as well. You know, I just yes. want to balance it out. <laughs> a bit. You know, we don't want to be racist to cod. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I started to work for Nobu. It, a really, really nice place. I mean, that, 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 that was in the middle of my fair. And uh, another really big kitchen because all the restaurant, we were about 160 people working for wow. the place. That's huge. Yeah. A huge operation, a huge turnover. And, uh, but no pasta? No pasta. <laughs> no, no pasta. Only Japanese. Damn you Japanese people not yeah. liking pasta. What do they know? I've done, uh, done tempura section for nearly four months. Oh. So I've been frying uh, any kind of food. <laughs> I can batter and fry <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah, tell so, and then moved to the grill again as a chef de party. Which is probably not that busy in a Japanese restaurant, a grill, is it? Oh no, everything is real. Yeah. All the wagyu, all the fish, all the salmon. Apart the from the sushi <laughs> and the sashimi. That's the... Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll move on from my joke. Yeah, no, no, no. Sushi, sashimi, they have <laughs> no, a no, different no. section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's another level. Yeah. Um, and then when I was working in Nobu, I have a friend of mine who was working in Manila. Ah, Manila, a bit rusty. Yeah. And he's the one who asked me to go to work in Manila um, for Shangri-La Hotel. Nice. Uh, as an Italian chef. Well, so yeah. it's been a bit of a struggle because, you know, I mean, I was in London nearly for 11 years. I yeah. wasn't planning to move. i never been to Asia. And how old were you at that point? 33. Okay. So I'm guessing, okay, I'm guessing this was not a snap decision. Oh, my God, yes, I'm going to go. I, I'm guessing yeah, you took no. some time to think about this. Yeah. It nearly took a month. Right. Yeah. Okay, no, <laughs> to decide I go, I don't go. Even because I was in a stage where I was on the perfect condition. Perfect job, perfect house. Um, we were all uh, friends yeah. living in the house, sharing the place. So uh, to tell you the truth, I never experienced in 11 or 13 years of my life in London problem of flatmate uh, fighting. So... Yeah, we've had a few years where we haven't had any... Oh, no, we have. Have we? Have we? Mondays, Russ. Mondays, good point. What day is it today? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you, from your demeanour and the way you're sat and, and your body language, I, I'm guessing the Menina... The Menina? The Menina. <laughs> the Menina. <laughs> whoever Melina is. The Manila experience. The It's <laughs> 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 good. The Manila experience oh, and the de de decision. Wrong, wrong, so you're wrong, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong, wrong podcast. The Manila experience wasn't that enjoyable. No, it was. It was. That's I not mean, a confident I did, it was. I did, I did have some problem with... I mean, in the beginning, it was everything okay. Then they changed the executive chef. The executive chef was Italian. And, uh, yeah, we don't like Italians. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Sometimes I don't do. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, I mean, it was a bit of a pain in the ass. But was it more of the situation rather than the job? Because obviously moving to Asia, when I first came to, to Thailand 15 years ago, 
I'd never been to Asia. I'd never even stepped foot in any Asian country before, ever, ever, ever. And I traveled Europe and the Caribbean and America and stuff, but never Asia. And when I got here, it took a year for me to adapt. To, yeah, and to, to, to just want to stay. And not that I always want to stay, yeah. but that, that year was really difficult and I hated every minute of being no, no, here. I mean, move, definitely moving to Asia, uh, you need to adapt to many things. Yes. It's not the same of working in Europe. So how long were you in Manila for? Only for one year. Okay. And then Even back to London? No, I went to Abu Dhabi. All right. As you do. <laughs> As you do. Okay. Abu Dhabi, restaurant, uh, hotel? Uh, hotel, Sheraton. Ooh. Italian restaurant? Italian restaurant. Um, I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. Good experience. I wouldn't come back in the... Wouldn't rush back there. <laughs> UAE, yeah, 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 for sure. Right. Yeah. But uh, it was not that bad. Okay. Um, I stayed there for two years. Was... Um, Okay, but not really exciting. I mean, probably it's the only place where did I, where I didn't feel like didn't staying feel, longer. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So then you got the phone call from Alessandro. Ali, 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 Alessandro. See what I did there? <laughs> like what you did there. Um, I've never met him. I don't think. No. No, I don't think I have. I've never been to Aqua Restaurant either. I, I mean, I haven't been there for donkey years. They do donkey there. They do donkey there. Wow, no, nice. Are, is it tough? Wow. When was the last time I went to Aqua? Don't know. It was, a, it was a long, long time ago. Oh, you weren't answering the donkey tough question? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're Sorry, still yeah. Aqua, aqua <laughs> yeah. thinking. So he gave you a phone call and just said, hey, Massimo, what are you doing? And you went, yeah. I'm thinking about leaving the UAE. I'm thinking it, yeah. Abu Dhabi shit. Yeah. <laughs> hate Abu Dhabi. Apart from all the people in Abu Dhabi, we love you. If you're a listener, keep listening, subscribe sure. and like and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> But you said, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go. Was there any, how long was there thinking time on that phone call? Um, wasn't, uh, wasn't that, I mean, was not a really difficult decision. It was, was just it? a matter of analyzing uh, paperwork and the paperwork. timing. What do I know, what do I know about paperwork? But also, yeah. but also, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting position that you're now in, right? Because first time of moving away, you're in London. And everything is set for you. I'm happy with my job, happy with my lifestyle, everything's great. Oh, and now this wonderful exotic opportunity in Manila, but that's now a big decision. Yeah. Versus now you're in Abu Dhabi, not really happy with what yeah. I'm doing here. Oh, there's an opportunity in fucking Thailand. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Why, why not, right? Let's just give that a crack. Yeah. Definitely was much easier than, uh, yeah. than, the, the, than the first one. And when he asked you, was he asking you to come and work at the original Boccaccino? Yes. So you were going to be running it and managing it, and I was there to running the the, 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 the yeah the kitchen and the operation. And how was that? Alessandro was busy in Aqua. Aqua. Yeah. How was that experience of, of coming here? Because obviously you, you had worked a little bit in Manila, you've worked in Abu Dhabi, but working in Thailand is very different, and especially working within the systems of Thailand. And I'm yeah. trying to say this as nicely as possible. Yeah. It's extremely difficult. And for someone like it has yourself, its challenges. yeah, yeah, yeah. For someone who <laughs> yourself was, yeah. did you find that really difficult? Like to get insurance yes. and tax <laughs> and licenses. Uh, tax, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards! <Yeah. laughs> oh, leave! I've been trying not to think about that for the last forty minutes. Anyway, yes, but how was it? Because I mean, I went to the. I think I was at the opening of the, the Bocchettino. I just asked, when did Bocchettino first open? They opened on the seventh of April. 
2012. That was about 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. 10 years. And I joined uh, on the first, I start physically working on the 1st of August. And that was the one in, it's in Surin. Oh, it was yeah. in Surin, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. So that experience, and there you were running that, how have you found that throughout the, before you moved to the new one, how was your Surin experience? I mean, Serene experience was nice. I mean, we changed a lot from the beginning because it used to be more a daily shop. Right, yes. oh, it was, yes. Yeah. You know, um, it was a restaurant, but mostly for lunch. Yeah. I used to go in there for easy, sandwiches, yeah. Yes. Yeah, sandwiches yeah, yeah. and uh, easy things for lunch. Uh, then, more or less, after two years, um, Alessandro left and uh, I joined the partnership with department and we decide to convert the place into a restaurant full mm -hmm. restaurant and when was the uh, the move to here to overlooking Lake Bocchino as we are now calling it from now on I mean this one the, 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 the decision to move here it was just right after COVID um, mostly mostly just because we did not find an agreement with the landlord in Surin and uh, at that point, there was no, there was no point to stay in Surin because yeah. Surin was really, really dead. Yeah. And uh, I would say it was really a matter of surviving. So either moving or dying. So luckily, we, to tell you the truth, we see only this place in Laguna. <laughs> and uh, probably mean to be. Right. Because since the day we saw this place and then we find the owner and we speak with the owner and we signed the contract, it was like less than two months. It's a stunning location. It's, it's yeah. brilliant. It's a great location. Yeah. I like the little... So we should explain. So we're, we're overlooking Lake Bocchino, but we're opposite um, Coffee Lab. Let's coffee give them lab. a... Yes. We like Coffee Lab. So it's just that, that yeah. down that end down of, of, Boat Ave of Boat Avenue, isn't it? But I mean, but, to be... Sorry, I just want to say, yeah. I love this, this coming down the stairs yeah. into the main room and then you've got the beautiful outdoor area as well. So you've got everything you want. So you can have your aircon yes. inside, you've got the outdoor alfresco Al dining, Al all covered, dining. all over with the gondola that you with can the take gondola, With the original gondola from Venice. Yeah. All on Lake Bocchino. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I think this is a, a when I, used, I used to go to Bocchino's, I would say infrequently when it was in Surin. Um, and I remember having this chat with Danny from Coffee Lab because two great examples of location being yeah. really key. We'd be neighbor in yeah, Surin. Right. Yeah, but, it's, but it's, I mean, okay, And then you follow us. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, Kobe's got a lot to answer for in a lot of ways, right? But in terms of, like you said, it was we stay in Surin, we'll probably die out of this. Yeah. But moving here has just been a, it's a boom, right? Ah, yeah, for us it's been, uh, since we opened on the 19th of October, 2020. Yeah. And since the day, I mean, even in the worst situation, we never feel like we were back in Syria. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the, 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 we've been busy all the time. Probably the less it was last year in April and May when yeah. we have the restriction, no alcohol and all the things. But otherwise, for us, it's been like normal time. Because we used to have a lot of regular guests. They used to come in Surin, but that regulars, they were people they come probably once a month, once every two months. Yeah. And since we open here, there are people that come once a week. Yeah. Or maybe twice a week. 
because obviously there are all people that live um, Laguna, Lion. Sure. So, and, you know, it's become you, easier to reach. Yeah, and also following that one through, you've only been here since 2020. Yeah. Height of, well, height of COVID, but COVID, right? Yeah. So I'm guessing that the bulk of your business now is resident market, people yeah, yeah, that live yeah, here, yeah, right? Yeah. So, and that's not really going to change too much because you've got a great name, stunning location, but great name. People know Pochettino. They know the value and the quality of the place. They're always going to keep coming. Yes. And that's just the resident market. Yeah. So when the tourist market starts coming back, well, they're going to have to queue outside. <laughs> I mean, oh, we, we, we already have... I'm not giving up my some... bumbalone Sundays. For, for some You're having a what, Sundays? Bumbalone Sundays. A bumbalone Sundays? We'll yes, that, yeah. we do that once a month. Yes. Well, we better do that quickly. What, what's you know what bomboloni is? Tell Jay about bomboloni Sundays. Okay, bomboloni. You know what bomboloni is? Well, I'm no, 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 my, not my, yet. No, no. <laughs> You're no. about to be educated. My, my, my brain is giving me something else. I'm sure it isn't what I'm thinking it is. <laughs> no, it's not that. Okay. <laughs> so mostly bomboloni is just a donut. Donuts. Yes. yes. And you call them bumbalonis. Yes. It's a better name than donut, isn't it? <laughs> it's got more Italian. Does your bumbalone more Italian effect? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Are they? Uh, but they like. Proper donuts, donuts yeah, whole yeah. donuts, and you put stuff in the side them. Before you said about donuts, that's what I was thinking about your bumbalonies as well. well. I like the idea of a bumbaloni day. We we stuff what, what them would you with stuff a your, lot of things. What would you, <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast suddenly went very dark. <laughs> what are you stuffing in your bumbaloni? Chocolate cream, Ooh, vanilla cream, vanilla cream, jam, raspberry jam. That's tradition. Uh, raspberry, strawberry. No, ma- mostly strawberry yeah. or apricot. Okay. Oh, apricot's good. Yeah. Give you apricot. Yeah. And uh, we do zabayone cream. Oh, what, what, what? Zabayone. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's, it's yummy. It's like vanilla cream, but with marsala wine inside. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Really creamy and yummy. So we do that once a month. What about bacon? One. Bacon? No. We are not that extreme. Bacon and a donut. <laughs> you never had a bacon with donut? No. You've not that is lived. Probably very English. You need to go. No, it's not. Okay. It's an American thing. You need to go and have a loofah burger. So a loofah burger is a burger with bacon, and then it's that got. You scrub your back with. No, no, no. But the bun is a donut. So they cut. Back to bomboloni. Yes. No. <laughs> no, no, no. You're just you're ruining this. No, I'm not. But donuts with jam and chocolate and, and bacon. You don't need to. Need the finger. Then. I want to put my. <laughs> I want to put my bacon yeah, up you your hold of. Your donut up hole bumbaloni. up your bumbaloni. <laughs> Shove my bacon right up you. Stop it, Russell. This is wrong on a Monday afternoon. This is what happens when you don't have tax insurance and a license. <laughs> yeah, when you just anyway. This is a completely so unlicensed when, podcast. When is our bumbaloni day? Next Sunday. Yeah. So first of May. The first of May is the is, 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 We is, change. We change. It's okay, so we, we the first Sunday. So we have to keep an eye out on your yes, Facebook page yes, when Facebook when page Bumbaloni when Sunday is because I'm more gonna, or less we do once a month. Okay, I'm going to come to the next Bumbaloni yes, Sunday. Excellent. Cool. Because I, I like a bit of Bumbaloni. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Repass. Okay. He's left the key in the room. Yes. <laughs> Just to translate some Italian for you. Um, brilliant. I, I'm assuming the menu here, just just quickly before we have to wrap up, is all is is Italian menu. Just Italian, yes. And you make your homemade pasta and bits. Make our you, pasta, I, I've yeah. also seen your beautiful deli counter with all yes. the olives and the and the, the meats. That one actually is something we decide to keep from um, what we used to have in Bocconcino. So, so, in the so I can place. pop in there and go and grab some small deli items yes. and, and head off. And then have a bomba bu- yes. lambo, bumba. I mean, <laughs> bit in, of in, in later. Turin we used to have a lot of space for display yeah 
yeah, we, 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 it's not a matter we don't have space, but we don't have space to kill yes, for yeah, display yeah. fridge or something. Yeah. So, I'm lucky you said that. I thought he was about to say we don't have space to kill the cow. <laughs> <laughs> predominantly, I mean, Pochettino and Surin was largely known as originally being a deli yes. place for that, whereas everyone knows this as it's a restaurant, right? So why? Yeah. But what sort of things do you still have on your bucket list? Oh my God, I mean, to tell you the truth, for the moment, I'm really happy with what we are doing here. And uh, we're just trying to focus and get things even better than what we're doing. But I'm not really planning anything for the future. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's... Being happy in the moment, been, I think, is yeah, a really positive I mean, thing. It's been a huge change because... It really gives you the the, the, the the opportunity to realize when you are busy. I, I would say nearly every day because that's what we are in the last yeah. eight months. Yeah. We've been busy every single day. Just and yeah. No, sorry, so just one last sort of final thing. This is your first foray as sort of a business owner. Yes. Restaurant owner. Yes. Whereas every every other position you've been working for other people. Was the, and I know that the original um, change came about, it wasn't a plan, it wasn't a dream, it just kind of happened. Yes. Right? But how have you found that switch? Was it oh, as gosh, monumental you're... as you would perhaps think it was, or was it quite an easy transition? Uh, no, I mean, you, you completely changed the mentality. <laughs> yeah, right. you know? yeah. yeah. Because when you do things for yourself, um, I wouldn't say you care when you work for someone, but definitely when it's your own place, then you, you really give. Care. Yeah, yeah, you give three hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. If before you give hundred percent, then yeah. when it's yours, you give three hundred percent, because then it's your satisfaction, yeah. and it's your full satisfaction. You know, when you work for someone, and yeah, you're doing a great job, but someone else is always getting the. Yeah, don't I know it? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean by that. And on that note, yeah. I'm going to wrap up. Go on, then. Um, Massimo, thank you so much. It thank has been an absolute you. pleasure meeting you for the first time. I'm sure our paths have crossed throughout the last 10 years somewhere or other, but to actually sit down and, and meet with you. Oh, I'll be seeing you, uh, me and your bumbalambos, <laughs> with bacon cream. You Honestly, you've got to try it, bacon cream. I'm going to uh, make you one. Okay. I'll shove a bit of bacon up your bumbalambo. Bumbaloni. I'll bumble on you in a minute. <laughs> Massimo, thank you very much. Thank you, Really guys. appreciate it. Super Come to Boca Chino. Thanks, super. Russell. Thank you. Cheers, bye. Bye. Welcome to the outro. So much fun. <laughs> thank you for this one, Russ. You're more than welcome. You're the one that suggested that I we do did. this. See, I have good suggestions from time to time. You do. Now, as I said, I've the time in between times, I will agree, oh. is... Large. Can I just um, say, kids, make sure you get tax, insurance, and driving license. That's for your bumbaloni. For your, for your bumbaloni. I'm so looking forward to my bumbaloni. I'm going to come and have some. Um, how did you, you... You know Massimo for just coming to Boccaccino, do you? A, a through... Yeah, the original Boccaccino. Just going there a few times. That's how I just got to meet him. And then since I moved here, just becoming more frequent. I, and I always enjoyed... The food at Boccaccino, when we used to go, I always said, it's really good food. I like Italian food. I do like my pasta. And you like a pizza. Be, and I like a pizza. But to it's the only fair, time you have cheese. And I've had the lasagna here. 
<gasps> Russell, you I never know, told me that. I know, but it, but it's amazing. It's the, the food here is really, really good. I love it. So it's since they've moved to this location, which is, it's stellar. It's, it's just a great spot. Um, this but could become our new podcast spot. I think this should. I was thinking on the drive here this after this morning, I was thinking, actually, you know what? This would be a really nice podcast. Do you reckon spot. we'll get a free a free bummer? Bum, bum, <laughs> a free bummer, free bum in Bumalobo. What's it called? Bumaloni. <laughs> do you want to get a free Bumaloni if we do more podcasts here? Possibly. We 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 can we can finesse. We can finesse. Yes. Russell, thank you very much for your time. I'm gonna cut this one short because people are walking in the restaurant. And it is a fully fledged fully fledged licensed running operational restaurant so yes we probably should get out the way and free up some of the covers they let them have some but if you want to come to Boccaccino's come to Boccaccino honestly just the, come and it's go amazing. look over Lake Boccaccino there is a real gondola there. I honestly didn't believe you when you no, said there was a gondola it is, it is and a you can real have dinner gondola. on the gondola out there I'm so we're so doing the ice cream thing that we just talked about Excellent. on the gondola oh yes we've got to film that <laughs> um, thanks for your time Russ cheers buddy see you soon bye bye follow us on Facebook at Jail Shark and Friends on Twitter at Phuket Podcast on Instagram, at Phuket Podcast. But the best place to go is PhuketPodcast.com. The Jail Shark and Friends and Russell Podcast was created and produced by Shark 13 Productions. If you are looking to start a podcast or would like to learn more about how a podcast can work alongside your current marketing plans, then contact us now at j at shark13productions.com.